Brought to you by the Cabell County Public Library. Between Two Shelves brings you a new look on the day-to-day -day life of a library. From youth services to circulation and beyond, our episodes will lend you the world here at the Cabell County Public Library. Hello everyone and welcome to a brand new episode of Between Two Shelves, the official podcast for the Cabell County Public Library. I'm your host, Jacob, and today I am joined by Candace from the Local History Research Room at the Library of Congress. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. So we just have a few bit of questions to ask you. The first is, how did that Local History Research Room get started in the library? Well, it's appropriately historic. Many of our collections here at the library actually date back to the acquisition of Thomas Jefferson's library in 1815. So, of course, the Library of Congress itself began in 1800, and we had space in the Capitol building, and they started to accumulate books and maps and other items. And then, unfortunately, in the War of 1812, when the British swept through the city and burned things, you know, the Capitol and our original library collection were destroyed. So in 1815, we acquired the library of Thomas Jefferson. And some of the unique things about his library is that he had a philosophy that people who are governing and making laws should know more than just law and government itself, that they should know about all of the different topics impacted by the things that they decide. And so he had many different subjects in his collection, and that includes some of our earliest local history and genealogy items um, that kicked off our collection. And of course, we've grown leaps and bounds since then, but that's where we can trace our start back to. That's cool. How exactly does the Library of Congress handle that local history? Um, when you're thinking of the Library of Congress, you're thinking national, not necessarily something that could be local. That's an excellent question because we do really want to help people to understand that because we have a wonderful local history and genealogy collection that does represent communities all over the nation, and in fact, around the world. We have international collections that go down to the local and family level. So we have a collection here that, you know, represents different communities in different states, and there are over 100,000 local histories in our published items that we have. So, you know, those can include the kind of narrative histories, you know, that you, you might have for your communities, but they can also include special histories where someone might have written about the post offices or someone might have gone to the cemeteries and written tombstone transcriptions. So we collect, you know, a lot of different items. And then, of course, there are items in different reading rooms, not only the local history and genealogy section, but we have 20 different reading rooms that have materials that are very important to that research, like maps and newspapers and photographs, um, all kinds of different things that can help you learn about the community. Yeah, I know here, here for us, one of the things that I really like to recommend to people if they're looking for genealogy or some local history things is to use your Chronicling America. 
Oh yes. Chronicling America is awesome. (laughs) Yeah, it is. It is the, other than maybe newspapers.com, it's the only place I know that has that many newspapers available to where somebody can go through and see just a history of the United States through newspapers. Yeah, it's amazing. And it's, you know, it's, it's an enormous collection. It's free. So it's available for the public to, to log in and access and to search, you know, that ability to word search those newspapers um, allows you to find things that you didn't even know to look for. You know, I, I joke about finding a random article about my great great grandfather where he had discovered a den of skunks you know and it's just like this random little article but it's one of the few things i know about him so yes chronicling america is one of those wonderful digital collections that we have available on our website that folks can log right into and and start to do research well, perfectly enough, that leads me to my next question. What are some of those good resources available to someone wanting to begin either a local history project or some of their own genealogy? Yeah, absolutely. Well, first of all, we always want to welcome everyone to reach out to us all over the Library of Congress website. You'll see an Ask a Librarian button. And that opens up a conversation with a librarian and you can send us a message, tell us about your research and we can respond with, you know, links to some things you might want to look at on our website, as well as maybe direct you to resources beyond the library. So, you know, opening up a conversation with us is is something we really want to encourage. We also on our website have research guides that our librarians have created. So we have some getting started guides, things that we make available to help folks get going. But when it comes to genealogy, you know, what's really important that we always tell people is you want to start with yourself and work backwards, right? So, you know, the opportunity to interview your family or interview friends, neighbors, coworkers, classmates, people who who knew your family. And and same for local history. If you're researching the history of a church or a school or a business, you know, to talk to people, get those stories and and then as you get those stories, you look for the records and verify the information, build on the information and and really get that project going. So we love helping people to get started and we have great resources that we can can share for that yeah i know you passed along the west virginia guide to me yes i I was looking through that and just amazed at some of the resources i found on there too yeah there's well west virginia has done a wonderful job making early records available digitally which you know that that's such an amazing project that the researchers are certainly so grateful for to be able to log in and see those records. And, and of course, you know, we're, we're working to do a lot of that with, with our records here at the library too, trying to get things digital. And then, you know, we also certainly do encourage people that if it isn't digital yet, then you want to try to get boots on the ground, you know, reach out to those courthouse offices and those school and church records and cemeteries and, and really, Get to know those communities and get to know their records and resources. There's just, there's so much amazing information out there to to track down. Is there a way that you guys actually do some outreach to these places to get some of those resources? Is there like classes that you offer too? 
Yes. So we do a number of things. We definitely do research orientations and we also do special topic presentations. So particularly since the pandemic, we've really increased what we do online through Zoom and outreach. And we've done presentations for lots of genealogical societies and historical societies around the country. And we also record presentations and put them into those research guides that are on our website so that people can, you know, kind of see live demonstrations of how to use our website and how to do some of those search techniques and also to think about their research, you know, think creatively. So that's definitely one of the things we do. And of course, as I mentioned, the Ask a Librarian, the ability to just, you know, open up conversations with us and We just really try to um, identify the kinds of things patrons are asking us and work on those topics so that we do blogs and articles and guides accordingly to try to help people with the things that they seem to be most interested in. Sure. Now, I know here recently, I actually got a chance to come and visit the Library of Congress myself, and, and I really like that most of the tour guides, librarians that are kind of answering questions for people, all aware of Vestas is uh, ask me about the library. Just so it's just pointed and and you know exactly who you're talking to. And I just really enjoy that. I kept trying to convince them to let me have one of those vests. (laughs) But the other thing I was thinking is, uh, so how exactly would somebody be able to come into the library and research? I know you have to apply for a research card. Um, How's that process work? Yeah, if you have the opportunity to actually come in person like you got to do, which is so wonderful, anybody can get a reader identification card. It's basically like a library card. You can pre-register online to save yourself a little time when you get here with your contact information and that sort of thing. And then once you have the reader identification card, you're able to access any of the reading rooms, which we have 20 different reading rooms, different specializations. The librarians in those different reading rooms have different expertise. So you can talk to them and request items to look at and really just, you know, pretty much get into the materials that are here. If you know you're coming, you can request materials ahead. You can talk to us again through the Ask a Librarian or by making an appointment. Uh, The appointments are optional, but that lets us know you're coming and what you're interested in. And we we are here for everybody. This is your library. So we want people to know that they can come in and they can do research. And, and if they aren't able to come in person, there's so much amazing material on our website that they can access online for free. And they do not need the reader card to dig into those digital collections on the website. So the, the next question I have is, is sort of the fun question. I'm a big fan of National Treasure. Oh, yes. <laughs> so I have to ask about the Book of Secrets. Does it exist? Can you well, tell me? Well, I have to say just me at my level, I am not, I'm not in on that secret if it exists. <laughs> But you just never know. And and I think genealogy teaches us that we never know, right? Because as we, we do our research, we make unexpected discoveries for for good, bad, sad, happy, all, all the different things. Um, ancestors were human, so you yeah. just never know what you're getting into. So I'm always open to possibilities. 
Yeah, I know that I, I have my own podcast that I do on the side, and my intro is basically to say, you know, American history is made up of the good, bad, and everything in between. But in the end, these are still our stories. That's right. Um, and I think that's very important to remember. So my last question is, what are some ways that public libraries can work with the Library of Congress in terms of their own local history? Oh, yeah. Well, we definitely want those relationships. You know, similarly to how individuals can get involved, you know, librarians, libraries can reach out to us. We can arrange the the online presentations. We can have dialogue about, you know, research opportunities and what what kind of things the patrons might be interested in to help find, you know, find things that might be interesting and create guides and things sort of particular to what they might be after. We also, you know, here at the library, our local history and our genealogy books, we do not lend through interlibrary loan, but we really do encourage folks to use our online catalog to learn what books we have. Um, And sometimes libraries will be able to get those books from other libraries that do lend books. But if not, if it is, you know, an item that is unique here that we have, we can do lookups and things in our collections for patrons. So, you know, we can help librarians to arrange that for patrons who are looking for really specific items that are here. You know, those are, those are all good dialogues that we really definitely want to work with everybody to try to gain access to as much of this material as possible. Absolutely. Well, those are all the questions I have for you today. Thank you very much for joining us and we will see you all next time. Thank you so much.